Are you a small business owner or someone who has a real interest in building your own brand? Then deep dive into the UP Consulting Group's Business Building Bootcamp, the annual convention and training camp for entrepreneurial spirits. Join us this March 5 and 6 to discover how you can unlock your business potential. This episode is brought to you by Life Design that gets you out of bed. Add more life into your years. Get unstuck, flourish. This is the Independent Collective. Stories that inform, empower, and inspire. Welcome everyone to the very first Indico debate where we will tackle the question, can excess be friends? I am the moderator, Natalia Patolot, and I am joined with people who are ready to defend their stand. Each team will discuss two topics. One team has the affirmative role wherein they defend the pros of the topic, and the other has the negative role where they defend the cons of the topic. As such, we are joined with Derek and Jenelson, who believe that excess can be friends and Nina and Ray, who believe otherwise. Please introduce yourself so that the audience would get to know you guys more. Let's start with the affirmative team. Hi, my name is Jonathan, 49 years old. It's the friend of the post. I just can't be friends. Hi, everyone. I'm Derek Gao. I am 26. I'm currently working as a quality management officer for a food company. So on the side, I'm managing a business and also studying. So currently, I'm single. So anything that would affect my view with regards to this debate would mainly rely on my experiences and me being currently single. All right. Thank you for that. It's your turn, negative team, Nina and Ray. Hi, everyone. So I'm Nina. I'm currently trying to get it as an actor. I also make my music and I play football. And I am 21 years old. I am single. As what Derek said, the views I have are really based on experiences from my life and other people's lives as well. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ryan. Most of my friends call me Rai and I am a student at PLM right now and I am an athlete too just like Nina I'm a triathlete I swim bike and run and I'm currently in a relationship so that might affect my opinions as well take it as you wish and yeah I just hope you all have fun right now and debate peacefully okay great so again thank you so much for joining me today and now that's out of the way let me explain the instructions for everyone the affirmative team or the team that believes that exes can be friends will start a discussion. I will give each member of the team five minutes to present their stand. The negative team or the team that doesn't believe that exes can be friends will then ask questions and the affirmative team answers them. So asking and answering questions should take another five to ten minutes. So each member of the negative team will then present their stand for five minutes. So they will then be questioned by the affirmative team for another 5 to 10 minutes. So each portion will be timed by Leah. So say hi, Leah. Hi, good luck, guys. So although this is not a formal debate, let's have a calm and respectful discussion. At the end of it all, I may ask some follow-up questions and each team will have to defend their stand. So now that's over with, let's begin. Affirmative team who wants to start speaking. But the reason why I think I'm for access being friends is because basically if you were in a relationship with someone for a long time and you guys have a bunch of mutual friends, right? So you will probably uh, be more close to the, to, to the family and, and, of course, just to the siblings. Or perhaps you could that be that person friends of with the colleagues or the same workplace, staying friends. So... Would not be exactly different friends, but at least the same in good terms that it could help preserve the extension of the extended network that the, the, the relationship created, such as a mutual friends and uh, you know family relationships. Okay, right. so Derek's turn to explain his stand. Yeah, I totally agree with Jenison for that. Like you have common friends that you interact with, so. Aside from that, your ex is like someone you genuinely like and enjoy spending time with, as well as there is someone with whom you probably have shared experiences and ideas, values, or interests. 
But some aspects of our relationship with our exes have been also valuable to our growth. So I think that's the purpose of entering also in a relationship. It's for you guys to grow and also to develop and as well as share your life goals. So, I mean, would it be a waste if you just cut off any relationship with your ex who has helped you develop a lot or to throw those shared moments away in a sense Now you would also throw all the memories away, all the happy memories away. So while some might ask, what if you have bad memories? But I mean, still as someone who's very sentimental and like to see the glass half full versus half empty, I still would choose to be friends with my exes. Because I would still choose to remember the years that we have invested with each other and the happy memories we like shared together. So I would not let the bad memories from the previous months or years leading to the decline of the relationship. So it's just a waste to like put those happy memories to waste. So some of us have the same social network, right? So as Jen and Son have said a while ago, so I wouldn't want our breakup to like really interfere with the relationship with the group and I wouldn't want to cause awkwardness. So so realizing a romantic relationship won't work between you doesn't necessarily mean that a friendship or any other platonic relationship wouldn't work. So that is why I'm saying that excess can be friends. Not should, but can be friends if considered with those points. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Derek and Jenelson, for sharing your ideas or insights about that and standing your ground on what you believe in. So next is the negative team. It's your chance to ask affirmative team some questions. I would like to ask the question first about, like, generally speaking, how would your partner or future partner would feel as if you were to be friends with your ex? Because you never talked about what if you had a partner, how would they feel? You should consider that side. Like, you had to respect his wishes or her wishes or their wishes as well. And then another thing is what with what I heard about Derek, he said about, Being in a relationship is about growing and if you want to cut that off, you could still grow as friends. But why don't you want to acknowledge the growing as individuals, like acknowledging individuality that you could grow on your own? Like you could actually take a class on your own, watch a movie on your own, take care of yourself. You could actually do a lot by yourself as well and grow with all of yourself only. So that's my question. Well, uh, it's me personally, uh, I, would, uh, I don't think my wife would have any problem with that because it depends on your relationship, your current relationship, for example. At first, uh, I think we are mature enough to understand. Of course, when you, when you say exes become friends, there is expected boundaries, right? So those, those that gray line that should be respected from uh, each other side, from my wife's side, my side, and the, my ex-partner's side as well. And no human can live by themselves. So you definitely you can grow, do uh, process all these things by yourself as well. But growth is about experiences. So if you have, the more people you have around, the different people you meet, more experience you will have in life. So basically, you cannot just live by yourself and learn everything by yourself. That that's the basic, the most forward answer I could give to you. Yeah, it's understandable that you can grow by yourself, but What I'm just pointing out is that I wouldn't want to throw our years growing together. So parang you're not depending on the other person to grow, but rather what I value is the development that we've had. So in that sense, um, that's what I value, which is why I, I still want us to be friends. I'm not saying that we should grow together parent as friends despite um, breaking up already. So parang ang grounds call to be your friend once again is like the memories that we've shared or the things that we have developed together. So answering your first question, Aman, I feel like that's where trust and maturity comes in. So in a sense that you respect the boundaries of your future partner or your current partner in a sense that may masusunod, like someone has to be followed. It's either you or him. But In my case, as a person, like in my perspective alone, um, I still have to respect whatever perspective that I have. So that's where trust comes in. Eh? That's where maturity comes in. In a sense, na dapat, um, your current partner trusts you that you have already set your boundaries with your, with your ex. 
with your ex, which is why you're just friends without benefits. I mean, you have benefits, but in a sense that you're just friends, like casually doing stuff, like probably um, dining out with a few other friends. Okay, thank you for that. So now it's Nina's turn to ask a question to them. First, I want to ask if it's healthy, if holding on to a past relationship, even though, yes, you're grateful for the experience you've had, you've formed an emotional connection with that person, and that will never go away. But would it be healthy to move on with your life while having this kind of person always like someone you loved, someone that you respect, someone that, you know, was that important in your life? Would it be healthy to move forward with new relationships? And my second question would be, I see that both of you are talking from your point of view, which which is good. But how do you feel if your partner would have her ex as a friend his or her ex as a friend like would it be comfortable for you do you think like it can trigger some emotions from you or in lang like do you think it you'd be comfortable with your partner being friends with his or her ex yeah okay so nina to answer your first question would that be healthy i think so far with some of my friends I think um, it's healthy for the both of us in a sense that we still share a common, what do you say, hobby, I would say, or a certain connection in a sense that um, we still put a boundary with our friendship. So that's where boundary comes in. So um, you try to be as mature as possible and you try to be um, open-minded as possible. Na parang you're not going to be all airheaded and stuff na, uy, ex ko to, so baka ma-fall siya and stuff like that, so I won't be friends with, with her. Kasi you're also talking about what would I feel, like, how would I feel na someone I loved is still my friend, tapos we're still seeing each other. Parang for me, it's um, in a sense na parang you would always be, that's where also your, your open-mindedness comes in. Parang why did it end? You would always constantly be reminded of why it ended. And then that's the point where you would think that, oh, yeah, we're better off as friends rather than being in a romantic relationship. Again, this is based on my experience. Like, parang, I currently have a, an ex who, who I went out with. So parang, sometimes I always have that thought that would it be healthy to go back in that relationship? But then again, I remember certain attitudes of her that I, I just cannot accept. So friends along, which is better for us. And then the second one is um, how would it feel if your your current partner is friends with your with their exes? So personally, I think as mentioned a while ago, like um, I'm not one who's um, selfish of trust. So I think before I enter into a relationship, I ensure that I would give my best and I would give my trust. So um, I'm not the type of person that um, would really get jealous immediately if someone is. Is because you know, I, I I give my trust and then if you wanna try to um do something with your ex that you know what I mean I mean that's already your choice but me personally I won't mind because maybe you have your choices like you wanna be friends like I said maybe you have memories that ex um um had a significant um impact um to your life which is why you wanted to. To, which is why they wanted to still be the their exes still wanted to be part of their life. So, yeah, that's I mean basically in a nutshell, trust. Um, um, I would give my trust to my partner. That's it. Yeah. I, I basically agree with what he said. So, um, it, it's all it's all about uh, respect and trust, right? Just put yourself in the same shoes uh, as your partner, so you understand. Uh, that despite of the loss of uh, romantic attraction, right, they might still enjoy uh, each other's company once they connected to another's life. And if the respect and admiration still between uh, between them or between us, it makes a total sense to keep uh, the, the friendship. Of course, there's boundaries. Nothing will be the same hundred percent as it was when they uh, were in our relationship. Even as a friends, it it has some boundaries. All right. So thank you so much again. So we're done for that round. Don't worry, affirmative team, you'll have your time to question the negative team. So negative team, who wants to start speaking? I think I can start. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so my side is that 
obviously when you ask can they be friends there's always a possibility but my side is I don't think they should because when you form a relationship with someone and let's assume that it's a it has a strong foundation there's really emotional connection a lot of relationships tend to have emotional attachment and the reason i say attachment is because there's it's prone to codependency to the loss of individuality so what happens when you end that certain relationship and you still um want to stay friends i think that the emotional attachment you would have would eventually kind of hold you back you know the the relationship ended for a reason and a huge reason would be cuz you've outgrown each other or you grew apart and i think that even if you acknowledge all the experiences which is good that you you're grateful for the relationship you had and the love you shared i honestly think like holding on to that friendship or that attachment if you have would eventually hold you back from actually becoming the person that you want to be or the person that you want to grow to be and i also think that um it's very important because we talked about boundaries and it's a very heavy concept to have boundaries because it's it's hard to go back to going to the boundaries of just friends and i think ending your relationship there's a big question of what your intention is behind wanting to be friends is it because you 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 agree that you're not compatible or or do you intend to stay as friends because you want to work on it and get back together when the time is right i, I think it's a very it's a it's a question that needs to be asked especially when you say you want to be friends with your ex and also my whole point is that I honestly think like holding on to the attachment or the relationship there are a lot of deeper emotions that you shared with that person that you love them that there's always that behind your like in in the back of your mind and so I think that it isn't um very healthy to be friends with your ex and I don't think that you should be friends with your ex for the sake of your own growth for the sake of your future relationships with other people i think i think like it's best to it's okay to be civil but being friends is a very touchy subject it's just a very confusing one because the the boundaries are blurred most of the time and based on like the friends i've had and their experiences and my experiences to coming from a relationship and agreeing to just go back to being friends it the boundaries change the bound like the the there's always like exceptions to to that and i think back to my point i just don't think it's healthy for either of you thank you okay thank you so much nina it's your turn Okay, so I would like just want to like touch up on a few things on what Nina said, and I just want to start with defining what what's the word being friends or the phrase being friends mean. Like it's a person you have a mult a mutual type of affection or attachment without any like sexual or like family ties to them. So that that really like mutual affection. So like. It doesn't really. You really have to like have love for the person, have tender attachments, care for the person, and like, it's like a different type of love. And then just like what Nina said, like the blurring boundaries when it comes back to just being friends, and there's a difference between it being civil because being civil is like being polite, courteous, being proper. Being civil has that distinct boundary. Besides from being just friends, like that's what I would like to point out. Like we are saying that they should not be friends, but we are not saying they should not be civil. Being civil is like not being a hostile person to the other partner or to the other party. Like having proper behavior, showing proper manners. For me, ah, uh, it's like mostly for the moving on process. Like, would you grow with that person still attached to you? And are you really wanting to be friends because you want to be friends, or you like you just chose to be friends because that's what you can have? Like you settled for what you could have. You settled like because the other party was like, "I don't want this anymore. This is not working," and you just agreed. And like, what could we still be friends because you know 
we have connections, we have memories, we have all these things. So like you'd be like, but can we still be friends? Because you want to still have this person in your life. So you're settling to have this person in your life. But in actuality, this really gives you more trust issues on yourself and like thinking that you're the one being codependent to this person without them needing you anymore. So like it's really not healthy going back to what Nina said. It's not healthy for you as an individual. So that's what all I'm going to say. Like overall, it's like, affecting your growth affecting your individuality and affecting being nice generally to yourself so yeah that's all i'm going to say okay thank you so much dina and raya for your <laughs> insights and for standing your ground and defending what you believe in and so now it's the affirmative team's time to ask you guys questions actually uh, uh, mine is more a rhetorical question it's it doesn't need an answer probably or a couple of minutes of thoughts, uh, they mention, of course, they are against the idea of the friendship, right? But because they mention uh, feelings and other things. And after the breakup, you should ask yourself, uh, do you trust yourself enough to be a friend of your ex? That's the, that's the question you may should do to yourself. Not someone else, but yourself. Do you trust yourself? What I mean is, um, it depends on both parties' intentions, of course, right? And uh, basically, in the beginning stages of, of that breakup, uh, of course, it's an, it's definitely necessary to not, not spend time together, right? But eventually, for the sake of the good environment of the surroundings, with your friends, you will uh, eventually have to do your act. So the, the question for me is to yourself, as rhetorical, do you trust yourself enough to be your ex-friend? So for me, this is like being friends is a two-party thing or like it's like a board game that you need two plus people to do it. So what if I trust myself but the opposite party doesn't trust themselves? So it's a two thing. So if if I work it out and I'm okay with it, it's fine. But if the other person wouldn't work it out, it would not be fine because we all know everything that's one-sided doesn't really work out that well. In all cases, like even in jobs, even in like team team setups, in like partnerships, or even in like uh, raising, uh, building a house, you wouldn't like have this uh, magnificent creation if it weren't for the whole team working on it. Like if they have the same intentions, if they have the same goals and aspirations, but we aren't that sure that both parties would agree on like having that because again one-sided things doesn't really work and sometimes people just tend to hide this and like again settling for that that thing that let's just be friends because i'm okay with that because i still have you in this way in this position so that's all i'm gonna say i agree i think it's very important to uh... Um, answer the question what are your intentions and even though you trust yourself like what Raya said you really can't read the your ex's mind you can't read anyone's mind for that matter and I think like what Raya said was that a lot of people tend to just choose to be friends because either they're, they're desperate for that person in their life which shows that emotional attachment and it's also like a lot of people I know, they settle being friends with their ex because they have no other choice. That, that, what They'll just choose that. So I think it's just, no matter how a relationship ends, you need to set the record straight. What are your intentions if you want to be friends? Do you want to be friends and not, not do the relationship, relationship thing, but also work towards it? Is that your goal? Or your intentions could be that, that oh okay we can be friends but that, that what I said like the boundary like yeah we can be friends but can we still like keep up with our emotional attachment and the investment because yeah it's it's very important to acknowledge what you shared with a person but it's also hard to hold on to that if you're trying to move forward yeah okay so, Derek, do you have a question for them? Yeah, I think I would dwell more on 
the loss of indivi- individuality as well as the codependency, codependency and growth. Um, for one, I think, um, would it be a challenge for you as a person to use that as a learning experience? What I mean is, I understand that um, it's important to grow as an individual, but at the same time, I would also would like to ask the question, would it be a challenge for you to um, make amends with people in a sense that you don't burn bridges? Because it's very easy for you to burn bridges. But, but I feel like in a logical perspective or in a mature way to approach that particular incident is like to really grow. Nah, you won't burn bridges just for the sake of um, shrugging off the person away. But rather, you can move on from that past na parang you can move on by not really burning bridges. Parang in a sense na um, you can practice again being independent while that person is still being your friend. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but that's my question. I mean, what are your other perspectives in approaching it? Kasi parang for me, like, um, to be honest, it's more painful for me. Like, I get yung point ni Mina and Raya na parang what if one-sided lang siya but you guys are still friends. Personally, I would feel hurt but um, like, let's say you agreed to be friends and then two weeks after, you um, naka-block ka na. Kasi parang I feel like a complete disregard of, of our agreement and I feel like that's so mature. It's not so mature. So yeah, you, you get my point. So parang um, can we grow from that um, idea na parang you can still be friends with your exes by not burning bridges? Yeah. I think an end of relationship doesn't necessarily mean you're shrugging. You're you have to shrug that person off. It can also mean like you're going in different directions. You're you're starting your own journey of growth from that relationship, from what you've learned from that relationship and your experience. So, my, the the side we're on is like I think holding on to. Um, your ex kind of hinders you from growing more like you can be friends with your ex and still grow but I think you will be able to achieve more growth if you can just be civil that's that's my point I would just like to add that like the Eric just said like burning bridges and I think he took the metaphor so directly na like it it was like so violent the like blocking on messenger and anything for me, I just take the term burning bridges as if like uh, not having much connections, like not building like a community with that person, like the better for a community or like a relationship. Na. But like it doesn't mean you should be hostile, like burning the bridge, like chill lang, like being civil na and cordial. So yeah, that's what all I'm going to say. Thank you, everyone, for that really fun discussion. Uh, Lee and I were talking in the chat that we were so amazed with all of your answers. And I'm really excited to find out what the audience will think about your answers as well. So now we shall begin with the follow-up questions. These were actually inspired from the arguments in the comments section, actually. So any person from the team can answer. So first, let's start with the affirmative team. Based on your personal experience, did you find it harder to move on because you were friends with your ex? If yes, why do you still want to be friends and keep them in your life? Okay, so for me, I think it was, I was able to move on quicker because I feel like, um, like I said, um, it's, um, as I've said in my opening statement, that just because you um, a romantic relationship didn't work out for you guys doesn't mean a friendship wouldn't work. So for me, it's basically quicker for me to move on because um, I value almost any type of relationship, like whether it be friendship or um, a romantic relationship. So I wouldn't want anything to really put be put to waste. So parang for me, it's um, one of the best consolations um, of being in a relationship with someone who agrees to me with the idea of um, moving on to life without um, having not having them by your side in a romantic way. So, um, but um, for me, um, it's still enough for me as a consolation to really um, 
um, to really be friends with my exes as well as to really move forward better. I feel like it's I healed a lot better and I've moved on um, quicker. So that's that's my stand with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to add on that, Denelson or no? Uh, well, I I think in my personal case, it wasn't that hard. Uh, of, course, of course, the beginning it was a mutual agreement. Uh, if the other person is willing to 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 win that friendship, of course, after the the healing process, depending on how it, it ends up there, the relationship. Uh, but later on, the key word would be the mutual agreement because if if one of the sides, just like marriage, if one of the sides sides doesn't want to be a friend, it won't work out because they might, they might, they might have different reasons for it. Um, feelings, uh, this is have feeling, one of them has feelings or uh, any other kind of things that could uh, jeopardize that friendship and eventually the, the current relationship they are having. So from, for me, it, it was easy because it was a mutual agreement, but nowadays we, we don't talk anymore by a natural process. So, like if we see each other, hi, cool, how are you? Life is going on, yeah, yeah. Used to hand some, I know, thank you, and that's it. <laughs> okay, so there's actually a follow up question because of what Derek said a while ago. You said that you will be offended if your ex blocked you because you thought that it will ruin like the agreement that you guys had with each other. So let's say your girlfriend or wife is uncomfortable with you being friends with your exes. And since you mentioned that you're still friends with them and have the same friend group, interests, etc., would you be willing to not be friends with them anymore because of that and change your beliefs? Tough one. <laughs> Tough one. So, um, like, let's say... Um, it will be it won't jeopardize the current relationship that I have, uh, but rather if um, I know it's not easy to earn the trust of um, a person that easily, but for me in my case, um, I would still try and try until I've earned the trust of my um, current partner, my wife, that I'm um, having just a platonic relationship with my um, ex, because. Um, I think one of the most um, important values or important elements in a relationship is trust. So if you don't trust me, then what's the purpose of being in a relationship? So I would still stand my ground of being friends with my ex because first and foremost, um, again, my ex is my friend. We have a lot of things that we've been through together, not just her, but rather with a lot more of friends that we're in the same group in. So I think that's where um, I've been always saying that um, that's where really maturity and trust comes in. So I would stand my ground that um, I would still be friends with my ex regardless if, because it's the only thing uncomfortable yet for sure. Um, I'm really confident in my ways that um, will be with the other party. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, thank you for your answer. So now it's the negative theme. Derek and Denelson mentioned about maturity. So some people believe and that those who decide to stay friends with their exes are more mature than those who prefer not to. So what's your take on that? I'd like to say, personally, I'm, I'm mature. Personally, I'm saying that I, I don't think it's fair to compare the maturity of one person, whether it's their decision to be friends with their ex or not. I think it's very, honestly, this, this debate is very subjective. It's based on our experiences. But I think like it's really unfair to, to call people less mature if they want to kind of, if they've accepted that they've outgrown each other, like your partner, if you've outgrown each other, then maybe like there's nothing wrong with change and change there there's a good kind of change and it it really depends talaga, like what I said on your intentions and it also depends on what kind of relationship you had let's say it's a toxic one would you want to be friends with your ex let's say that that relationship yeah you've had so much love in that relationship you shared something really special like we're not gonna 
deny that. We're not going to fight about that. But then it, there comes a point where you have to ask yourself, is this friendship helping my growth? Is this friendship what I want right now or or ever? Like it, it, It's really your choice if, if you want to be friends with your ex or not. I, I don't think it, mesh, it measures maturity. That's all. Raya, do you want to add to that? Uh, I just want to say that just because we are only four people here in the debate and clearly there's like this age gap between us, the negative and them, the positive. And given that it is a clear like statement that we are the girls, they are the boys. So I think sometimes, uh, I don't know, but I, I hope you read an article. Like it's all it's everywhere. And like, girls mature faster than guys that's why you know psychologically speaking like we have more capabilities of like absorbing and analyzing the situation if it if something is more healthier if something is more beneficial or if something is like more like ganon like gets you know, like if something is more uh positive income for you like Parang ganun lang, like, and I would just like to suggest, I, I'm sorry with the age, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just want to, like, say that, kasi nga, parang, you know, I mean, technically speaking, me and Jenelson have a 10-year age gap right now, so, <laughs> so it's, it's like the point of view is not, like, for everyone, so, I mean, but, as Nina said, this debate is subjective and based on our personal opinions and based from what I see and like the current situation, most girls are like like have more developed like point of views compared to like the guys of my age. I'm sorry, like the guys of my age. So like yeah, so that's what all I'm gonna say. And I'm sorry for the ones who I offended that are in the older audience region. And yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so affirmative team, what do you want to say about that? She's basically saying that women are more mature in general and that that's why they are more sure in what they believe, believe in. Biologically, uh, women are more mature. Right? They, they grow faster than the boys. But perhaps that's that's the thing that they hold on to 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 raise themselves and make them believe they are more mature enough to make this kind of decision because uh, about the relationship and being friends with your ex it, it's not something that should be you know like you guys break up tonight and then tomorrow sit sit down and make a contract about friendship not exactly like that i think it's a it's a natural process that can happen after the healing process, the healing time you have by yourself. Uh, Nina mentioned that uh, maybe by yourself you can, you know, do better uh, for the self-growth, but you can do that on your healing time, you know, after the breakup, the six stages of breakup, uh, based on what the scripts Ben said. <laughs> so later on, after the breakup time, after the healing process, naturally, because you can have mutual friends, notes, other's family, uh, you know, hanging up at the same places, in the same social uh, environment. So eventually it will happen the friendship. And then later on, I'm going to ask you, see, there's a friend again. So what's going on? Are you guys <laughs> each other? No, right? So well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an actual process, you feel me? Okay, great. Uh, go Nina. <sighs> With the maturity. <laughs> I think the most mature thing a person can do is be aware of what's good for their growth or not. So being friends with your ex, it depends. Is that friendship going to be good for you, for your growth? So doesn't matter what age you are. Honestly, there are some old people who didn't really develop their, you know, maturity, their self-awareness, who still choose to be friends with their ex and that could be unhealthy but then also not being friends with their ex that could also be unhealthy for them but then I think 
yun nga, like, maturity is really, it really depends on what's good for you without obviously harming other people or without being hostile. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you, everyone. But we still have other questions waiting. So for affirmative team, let's say your ex cheated or did something horrible to you, almost to the point it's unforgivable for you now, and is currently dating someone new immediately after, do you still think it's okay to be friends with them? Who's going to go first, Shadowsan? Is it going to be you? I'm too hard on that. You go first, please. <laughs> Wait, some comments here in the chocla. It's a casting so, call. <laughs> okay. So, um, for me, I think um, it's important to forgive. But, but it's not, um, but let's not forget. So I think um, like, um, like every one of us here agrees man, that there's true process with it, especially what's, what, what Jenison is saying. I think um, I would still want to be friends with my ex. Um, hindi lang siya yung um, at an instant that I was, um, uh, at an instant na parang magiging friends ka kaagad. Parang take some time to like really, really um, distance yourself. After all, who wants to be friends with a cheater, right? So I'm partly saying that, right, Nina, right, right, everyone, right, right. So parang, um, I'm not just saying this in social media, but rather isn't it that there's a stigma. And the stigma naman is, um, it's in due in place. Now, if you know someone who's cheated, um, definitely ma, ano sila, mag-red flag sila na, oh, that's a cheater, parang ganyan. So you wouldn't want to associate yourself with that, but okay maging friends. It's just that, Hindi na yung, um, I'm not defining the friend friend na na parang I'm saying kanina, but you can still be friends. It's just that give yourself some time. Kasi you've been cheated on. Like, I'm tanga mo na noon. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hello, <laughs> you want to ruin your image? Like, no. Yeah, so that's my point. Not, um, <laughs> well, in my case, I believe if, if, if you had a relationship with a cheater, with a boy, most of that boys, right? I'm, not, I'm sorry for that. But that means that person is a bad person. That doesn't define you. You as a good person, as a better version of yourself, you have the power, you, you, you know, folks in that world, power to forgive others. As a better person, you would accept uh, a natural process of a friendship, you know, because it, that's what defines you as a good person, as, as a good as you are. The bad person cheated on you, but that's not on you. The, you know, the devilness, I don't know if that word exists, it's not on you. So you can still move on, you can still forgive and trying to be a friend of that person. Eventually, that person, as bad as they are, naturally, you know, things will happen and you guys won't be that, that close as you guys should never be. So, you know, I think you still can, could be a friend of your ex cheated cheater ex. Because you're a good person. Okay, so what do you guys think about that? You are able to forgive your ex because you're a good person. That's what basically General Sun said. So negative team, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think um, with all the lessons I've learned in life, it's important to know that forgiving is so much harder than forgetting. When you say you forgive someone, have you really looked inwards and actually accepted everything that happened and you have the capability to let that go? I think it's so much harder for people to truly and authentically forgive rather than forget. And yeah, go, go Raya, come on. <laughs> Wait, I kind of lost my thought. Pero, wait lang. Wait lang, I need to recollect my thoughts muna. Okay. <laughs> Ako na lang. Um, yeah, yeah, what Janison said, like, cheaters, me, for my side, kasi it's, I can understand anyone. I could 
understand why they did what they did and everything. And yeah, cheating, it could show that you have a bad side, but yeah, yeah, I'm never going to forgive cheaters. But then you could, yeah, you could call them a bad person and still be friends because you're a good person. But being a good person doesn't really mean to put up with all the BS that, that everyone gives. You can be a good person and also realize, hey, I this isn't good for my energy and my inner peace. So I'm sorry, but we can't ha- keep that friendship anymore. Something like that. Uh, but it's part of your good energy to forgive and forget. Doesn't mean you have to be exactly so close to that person, but you know, in, in order to, for the sake of that good energy, you need to to embrace life and and accept the life is the way it is. You know, aside people's mistakes and bad sides, you don't need to be you know mahal 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 kita with this person, but you know, just accept the process. That person, they are different. We're we're literally talking about friendships. And that's that's something different than being distant already. That's something different. And I understand that, um, yeah, uh, forgive and forget could help someone's energy, could, could help someone's growth. But I feel like it's easier said than done. And, and being aware of what's good for you and what's good for your growth could either mean, yeah, okay, I'll forgive you, I won't forget, or okay, I am sorry, but I can't forgive you and I can't forget. Or, okay, I can't forgive you, but I'll forget. But it's, 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 it's a very confusing thing to do because you have to take into account how much pain you've gone through based on what they did. And, and you can acknowledge that it helped your growth. You can acknowledge as much as you want and be grateful for that. But then you also have to be aware of what's good for you and what's healthier. Yeah. But I get you though. Uh, let's see if you get it. If, if we take in account everything what you said, uh, you, you won't be ever be happy in your life because life is full of problems. If you uh, get through the same, the same pattern or the same things you are getting to this uh, cheating relationship, for for your whole your life with other problems, whether it's school, uh, family problems, you will never be able to smile because we will always I'm have. I'm smiling problems. right now. You are, but you know the smile is not something physical. Something is energy. <laughs> oh, if you knew me, my soul is smiling. My soul is smiling. It's, That's right. The soul needs to. Smile. My soul is smiling, but I also choose. So you're saying that you are you have, you have experienced a cheater relationship in, in yes. your life? Yes. Who doesn't? Joke. How are you right now? How are you? I'm good. I realized what was good for me. Why? Look inward, because I chose not to forgive. Because. No wait, like what? Oh, huh? You thought I was gonna <laughs> say forgive? You, it's it's harder to forgive someone who really put a scar in you, put a wound in your heart, but give you some trauma. You could acknowledge, hey, thank you. I mean, you gave me so much lessons. I learned from that. But do I forgive you? Mm. You you should not forgive the person, but the situation itself. It's different. Get it? Don't forgive the person, but the situation. just to quote an artist that i really love it's like sometimes you don't need to forgive and forget sometimes you just have to be indifferent if somebody gets that in the audience i hope you're you're a cool kid but like i just want to say like you just need to be indifferent of the situation like you just don't have to like indulge in the idea of you need to forgive to be happy sometimes you just need to completely like avoid that situation because sometimes it provides you with triggers like just what Nina said it's the trauma sometimes like being with the idea of somebody cheating on you gives you the trauma of like am I worth it for the reason that someone is someone had the idea or the urge to cheat on me is it because I'm not worth it is it because of your personal stance it's like it's making you question a bunch of things that would make you 
be in this spot that's like not really healthy for you again like going back to the topic of not being healthy for you and then like again like the being like yeah the, the trauma like would you want to relive that again like being friends with the person that gave you trauma like every time you go out you would remember ah oh, this person cheated on me like you would never remove that from yourself ever again like trauma trauma is like a hard word right now like you could not just like brush it off like it was something so little trauma is like really hard on some people like a lot of like things are like developed negatively because of triggers they see everywhere around them like it's just really physically and emotionally and mentally damaging for them to continue some things that's why i believe on our stance that sometimes in most probably in this situation excess should it be friends so yeah i think nina wants to speak right now because we're talking about trauma i think what everyone needs to be aware of is yeah this person caused my trauma but then i'm responsible for my healing so yeah this situation if if someone if my partner cheated on me i don't just it's not just a session of me breaking down it's every day after that that i have to heal from that and being friends with someone who hurt you so bad someone that you really trusted who basically turned a 180 and gave you a reason not to trust that much anymore i think it's harder to be friends with someone like that you could you could be like accept what happened you can accept what happened but then you get like do i want to be friends maybe not <laughs> yeah. all right uh nina uh, i believe uh what what you just said it's all right but you should not give such a power to other people uh of to control your happiness that that that's definitely on you so if you become unhappy or stressed or not forgive or hard feelings about people um uh, uh who didn't didn't be good in your life that that uh you are giving them power to control your emotion your happiness and your sadness in your life and and that's totally on you your happiness for example let's say uh, i was a boyfriend i cheated on you right and then you will still treat me with kindness if i if i was bad enough to cheat on you it would be painful for me and serves a good lesson for me that you still treat me right you know i i would be like them you know this girl she 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 probably was worth uh, a good relationship because you know you still treat me right despite of everything what happened between us despite of what i did to you during our relationship so you should show to people that you are way more powerful than what they think you should show that you own your happiness you own your life and they they have the such a power to change that okay thank you for that but i i get that it's powerful to not give people the responsibility for your happiness but you're responsible for your own choices and one of the choices you make is trusting someone in your someone to with your heart and everything so obviously that's going to cause some damage but i also think there's power in being able to establish your boundary now okay we we were i love you so much but then you did this to be so my boundary is i'm sorry but i don't think that i will bring you on to the next chapter of my life Okay, so thank you for that discussion. It was really, really, really getting heated for a moment there. And so, one last question for the negative team before we go to our final thoughts. Uh, a re- reoccurring theme in the pro side is that basically, sayang memories. So let's say your ex was your best friend or someone you were really close to and made an impact in your life. But the reason why you split is just because. is simply not compatible or wrong place at the wrong time. So do you still think it's okay, not okay to be friends with them again? Okay, a lot of the side says that oh sayang memories for the sake of what we had, let's be friends. But it's just for the sake of what you guys had and that's that's it's 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 valuable but it's in the past, but it served you and your experiences and your lessons, but it is in the past. 
So it's it's really your responsibility or your your choice if you want to hold on to that or not. And I I <clears throat> with the um right person wrong time and everything like that. I truly believe that if it's the right person, any time would be the time. And you know, if it's it's wrong person wrong a right person wrong time and 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 you're just not com- compatible together, but you want to stay friends. I think there's so much heavy emotions or deep emotions that will come with just being friends, knowing that, you know, you, I, I love you, knowing knowing all those things. And they're, they're just lingering feelings. But then in the end, it will be very influential towards who you're going to be and who you want to be. Yeah. So I just want to add, like, reiterating the question, uh, sayang memories. I mean, you could go back to the memories without the person. Blatantly stating the fact, you can go back to the memory without the person. Like, So if you really want to go back, you could. But again, having that, having your ex as a friend is like a constant reminder of like the all of the what ifs the regrets all of the questioning all the issues is it just really that nice or healthy for you as a growing individual or a growing uh, a growing partner in a new relationship like it wouldn't be really healthy or really nice i'm repeating what i said but yeah Overall, it wouldn't be healthy for you. So therefore, we state the fact that being civil is different from being friends. So we could just want to end our standby. We, uh, wait, uh, <laughs> so we would just like to end our statement or like our stand by saying, uh, yes, excess shouldn't be friends, but they should be civil. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Wait, wait, the mouse. <laughs> um, and wait, I just want to go back to the question of Natalia Kanina. Like, what if it's someone you're... Like, I'm not sure if you guys have any experience with your best friends actually becoming your your boyfriends and then becoming ex. Like, what if? Like, what if it's your best friend? Diba? <laughs> so hear your thoughts <laughs> what if i mean personally i would never just because what i want in a best what i want in like a just a friendly best friend is not what i want in like an entire partner like i could tell my partner right now he's my best friend but like it's a different connection because when love and romance is involved for me, in my perception, because just for it to be plainly platonic, it's just really, you know, it doesn't mix. There's a reason why they created types of love, like platonic, eros, and like the romance thing and the agape thing. Like, it's really different kasi talaga. So you, it's made so it would be separate. And I just really don't envision myself being friends with my ex. So like, how about you, Nina, if ever? <clears throat> if you're best friends and then you become together and then you break up I think that's literally you know how when if you're best friends with someone and then you end the relationship that's so painful but if you end a relationship with a partner that's painful then but then if you have a best friend that became a partner and that relationship ended that is the worst kind of pain I think that people can feel and I think it takes such a long time to heal from that such a long time to you know such a a long time to kind of um, wrap your head around this person who I really really wanted to be with and have a future with just becoming your friend like that brings in so many feelings and so many questions that you might ask or that might actually you know influence whatever you do in the next part of your life so for me I I love them but then I don't think like we could 
be like that, be friends. Okay. Thank you guys for that answer. But to be fair, a while ago, I gave a follow-up question to the affirmative team. And now here's the final follow-up question for the negative team. So in relation to that, what if your ex was the mother or the father of your child? Would you still not want to be friends with them again, especially if there's another person involved? I think personally, this is where my stand, again, like being civil. You just need to be civil for the sake of the child. You just need to be civil, like, because you're raising the child. So that's it. Like, you just need to be civil. You don't need to have, like, this unnecessarily unnecessary bond with them again because, you know, you broke up for a reason. You got that divorce or annulment for a reason. So, like, trying to, like, rekindle something out of it, like, even a mutual attachment or caring understanding of them isn't really, like, okay for you. So... Yeah, you just need to be civil with them because you're raising a child. You have this responsibility that the both of you created. So I really just think that you should just be cooperative enough to be civil and just uh, have this like con- meeting of like how you're going to split the financial sh- things for the kid. You know, you're going to split like the sessions or like the time that the kid is over your house or my house, like things like that. So overall, yeah, just be civil. Yeah. Um, co-parenting is a thing and you know I think it also depends did you get pregnant with your child when you guys were exes or you guys weren't married yet and, and or did were you pregnant when um, you guys were married and then separated because since this is involving another child a person that you're trying to you know bring into this world I think like what Raya said there's I don't think there should be any hostility but um, I think you have to be able to show your child how love looks like or or not not necessarily love but how parents should be and parents they don't need to be together to be good parents Parents, like what Raya said, you can you can talk about like you can talk about the financial needs. Basically, you have to prioritize the child. But then you have to also remember like that this is this is your ex. This is you don't if just I don't think it's healthy. Um, since this is our this is our you know stand. It's not health. I don't think you should be friends but you could be good parents yeah okay so you guys can leave now if you don't have anything else to say after that so we can film Wait the love. okay <laughs> sorry i just have last question for the both of you but i think yeah, it's being civil because parang, parang nina and raya say are, are saying that um it's being civil but what if being civil is like um funny emotional um what how about the emotional you, you show development? Your, to your child, not to your partner anymore, just like what Nina said. But what if your child questioned you, like, um, why aren't you guys you together? explain it to your child. The love, you know? You explain it to your child, na parang you're, you didn't really have a connection anymore. Yeah, the, it would provoke the child to be mature at such a young age, but they need to know the truth. Now, you don't have to act for the child. That's just like dumb. They're living in a fantasy. We don't want to create this illusion for the child. That's a more damaging thing for them rather than just to raise the child single-handedly for me. So like that's why co-parenting is a thing. So yeah. <laughs> okay, if you guys have anything else, um, Janelson, Derek. Uh... No. To answer the question, uh, I'm a father now. Yeah, of course, handsome boy, but the father. And uh, if ever something happened between me and the mother, of course, we have to find the ways out of our differences to keep it up together, to keep it up as a good relationship for the sake of the kids. And uh, eventually, you, of course, you will explain to the kids what's going on if they have the proper age to understand. And, and, and life goes on because it's not about you and me. It's about uh, the third party, the kids, right? You know, it's about the kids in between. 
And I think that's the most important thing uh, during that relationship. Of course, it doesn't depend uh, just on you. If your ex-wife, uh, it's not collaborating, it, you know, just it, do all you can of your power to make things better with her and with the, with the kids eventually. So of course, it doesn't depend on you 100%, right? This also the other part, but just do your best and that's, that's all. Thank you once again, affirmative and negative team, for your very insightful points. From this discussion, we could say that it simply depends on the situation. People are sometimes unsure because they fear that they may be forced to cope with the conflict of interest. They want to be close, yet there are certain aspects of it that worry them and make them feel extremely vulnerable. It all comes down to what a person is capable of. It is totally up to a person to make this choice. If a person honestly believes that they can control their emotions and demonstrate their positive growth to their ex, being friends with him or her might be a significant step towards getting back together sooner than they imagined. If it's too difficult right now and the person knows it's going to hurt them too much, my recommendation is to wait. Concentrate on healing more and that person will be able to create a friendship with their ex in the future. People frequently want some space following a breakup. However, this is not always required as we've seen in their discussion. In other circumstances, distance is followed by friendship, but it has to make sure you're being loyal to yourself and you look after your own well-being. So what do you guys think? Can exes be friends? Share your thoughts in the comment section. And so again, thank you, Negative and Affirmative team, for joining us on the first Indico debate. And thank you, everyone who is listening to us right now. Don't forget to follow the Independent Collective on our social media accounts for more fun and interesting content. And also, don't worry, we'll be having more casting call sessions soon, so stay tuned for that. Heya! I'm Natalia. And I'm Leah. And we're the founders of Indigo. And we'd like to thank you for listening. We'd especially like to thank everyone who's been with us since day one. You guys are the real heroes behind our brand. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and on Instagram too. All our links are in the show notes. We've said this before, but we'll say it again. Thank you very much. Till next time.